0: Hello, it is Thursday, January 14th, good show today, let's get to it. Urban Meyer has been hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have come to an agreement. Our guy, Michael Lombardi, dropped a Lombo Bombo this morning saying that you can go ahead and lock that one in. Now, all the insiders were trying to get this scoop, but now Urban Meyer will be heading down to Jacksonville. There's allegedly a couple names popping up for the GM position. They've been meeting for a month or so, I guess, so we've only heard about a couple meetings. I, I assume they're on that yacht more than once together. What was Urban talking to? Shad Khan about? Was it about the control factor? Was it about who gets to make the roster cuts? Is it about how the operation is run? Or is it a mutual agreement on the money? Is it a money thing? Nobody will ever know. I assume that won't come out. Hopefully this works out for Duval because they have the number one overall pick. They got like $75 million in cap space. They got a new head coach. They got two pools in their stadium. Is this gonna be the biggest and best times of the Jacksonville Jaguars organization's existence? They get 11 draft picks in a. 2021 draft, including number 1 and 7 in the first four rounds, north of $75 million in the 2021 cap space, and they have a guy who everybody is thinking is recruiting a lot of very well-known NFL coaches to join him down there, as he doesn't have much experience at all in the NFL. A lot of college football coaches have come into the men's league and completely failed. Some have had a lot of success. What will Urban Meyer be? Will he be able to remain healthy enough to coach Jacksonville to a Super Bowl mm. Mm -hmm. TBD. We shall see. Also, uh, the Detroit Lions hired a general manager. None of us have ever fucking heard of him. How's he going to do? Nobody knows. Chris Spielman makes his first move as the advisor of the Lions. The Steelers have fired Randy Fickner. Not fired, sorry. Did not extend Randy Fickner's contract, which has expired in March, or will expire in March to be the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Also, offensive line coach was uh, let go. And Tom Bradley, formerly of Penn State for a long, long time, the DB's coach on the defensive side of the ball, he will be let go. Keith Butler, defensive coordinator, he's going to rework his contract to be a year-to-year contract. What will this do for the offensive side of the ball with the Steelers with Randy Fichter moving on? Will they hire from within and Ben Roethlisberger sticks around? Or will a new offense come in and you can go ahead and bank on Ben Roethlisberger not coming back? High implications in Pittsburgh, but moves are being made. Speaking of moves being made, James Harden was traded yesterday to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, that move came hours after our guy, Tone Diggs, Mm -hmm. announced that this trade was going to happen. Now, when he announced it, it came from a fake troll account, Mr. Barry McCockner. Yes. But maybe Barry... And Tone knew something that we all didn't. And although Tone apologized in the end, he had to feel pretty redeemed. At Tone Diggs, big breaking news day for you yesterday. The COVID cowboy mm-hmm. seems to have hopped right back in the saddle. You hung that hat up yesterday because you thought you got got. I did. But instead, you were ahead of the times. It wasn't a Lombo bomb. It was a COVID cowboy riding to the promised land. Now, granted, they did not trade Kyrie Irving, and it was much, much, much different than what you explained. <laughs> but inevitably, James Harden goes to Brooklyn. You're taking a victory lap on your horse, I'd
1: assume. 1,000% correct. Uh, when you're in this news-breaking world, um, <laughs> as I've been for some time now, you realize when there's smoke, there's fire. And sometimes you have to trust sources that aren't the normal sources. And Weed Killer 69 was a source that I, in fact, trusted. And even though it wasn't standard source that people normally get their information from, I decided to run with it, and it turned out being correct.
0: Now, I will say, you do dive deep into the weeds for the sources. (laughs) Uh Okay, Yesterday, Ultra Mm -hmm. Weed Hater was one of your sources. And although got a couple aspects of the trade wrong, completely wrong, Mm -hmm. still got the overall move Harden to Brooklyn. Now, did not add in... You know, the Pacers getting involved and Cleveland getting involved and everything like that. So you missed a couple key elements, but Mm -hmm. you guys saw the foundation of what was being built in the possibilities ahead. So, look, I don't think you had to apologize. I mean, you definitely did at the time, (laughs) but I do like that you took a victory lap afterwards. Now, other deep dives into sources. You're, somebody rubbed your hands. I was the one yeah. my hands because we're yeah. just, oh, okay. All right. Is there smoke? It sounded like you literally <laughs> went right into my, in my No, no, no worries. I think you're pretty excited about this. This show, okay? This show. A uh, uh. lot of people, you know, this show is by far the worst sports show there is. Okay, mm-hmm. we know sure. that. Oh, yeah. Show stinks. All right. Show does stink. We don't have, you know, like block time for pre-show meetings, okay? It's not like we sit around a table and we we graph out what's going to happen. Like, that does not happen with this show. It's very different than a lot of other shows, okay? And now we're seeing other shows that are coming into our world in the way they operate. We are much different than a lot of shows. Uh We are learning slowly. Now, I got a chance to experience some of ESPN, obviously, whenever I got to go on, get up with the legend, Mike Greenberg, the way they operate their show. And College Game Day, I've gotten a chance to kind of see how they go. Those shows are, you know, like institutional like shows mm-hmm. our show is nothing like those shows no, okay no. nothing like it. thank god uh, i got a chance to go to wwe do the way wwe does stuff our show nothing like wwe shows okay but i do believe this show okay i feel like we know if it's on the internet i am on my phone all day every day mm-hmm. as are the boys i feel like we have the deepest dive of Rolodex of shit that we look into to go ahead and form our thoughts and opinions because we don't want to speak out of our ass, right? Uh-huh. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like we, we have a real passion for that because it's our jobs. Like, hey, now granted, Connor says some very dumb things that are nowhere near true on a very regular basis. Okay. Sure. But yep, yep. he also says some... Things that are very, very accurate. You know, you kind of got to count all of his hacks into his batting average. (laughs) But he seems to potentially have the lowest batting average, but he's going home runs. A lot of us very focused on staying within the know. Now, granted, I don't watch a lot of, you know, like TV stuff, but if it's on the Internet, I feel like I know a good bit about it. Diggs takes a lot of pride in this as well. People don't know this. Diggs comes in in the morning. He has his, like, little coffee. He has his Mm -hmm. computer. He's going through everything. He's a different worker than I am. He likes to write things out and everything like that. Diggs yesterday, deep dive into the Pittsburgh fucking (laughs) Post-Gazette. Okay? Our hometown newspaper, so it's something he's probably read for a long time. And he reads an article that is intriguing to all of us about future moves for the Steelers because we talk about the Steelers on the show. By the way, Steelers were one of the big storylines, and we got numerous people from Pittsburgh in the the studio, obviously. We have friends in the Steelers organization, both Mm -hmm. in all aspects of that. So we talk about Steelers a little bit. So that was an article that Diggs felt needed to be read. Oh, yeah. For us to do our job. Absolutely. Diggs then... Sends that article into the group. Mm-hmm. We see the quote. We all read it. And we're like, okay, here we go. Jerry fucking Dulac. Yep. Okay. A guy in Pittsburgh <laughs> who works for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He wrote an incredible article. Okay. And he said that sources have told him that Juju is looking to go to a bigger market. Okay, that is what his sources said. So we said yesterday, we had covered Like, hey, Juju is a free agent. That's Juju right. is one of the, there's Jerry Dulac, by the way. Shout oh. out to Jerry coming yeah, back. Right, that's Jerry Dulac right there. Or, sorry, that's Jerry Dulac right there, right there. Well, that gee. guy. And listen, Jerry, I don't, yeah. know, I don't know much about him. Okay, I, I didn't read newspapers growing up. I do know Ed Bouchette's a legend there next to him. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ed Bouch- <laughs> But Jerry Dulac wrote this article. So whenever it comes up in conversation about Juju's future, we go, oh, we are well-researched. Okay, fun fact about uh, Juju's future, it is being alleged per sources mm-hmm. of sources okay. that Juju's looking to build his brand. Juju. Uh, I don't know if he—I think he did listen to the entire video, and he said this is 100% wrong. And I think he put it out there to kind of let everybody know that that was wrong. But the Juju Bees, no. the Juju, no. Juju right. Bees, We're swarming. Okay, who I respect, all right, you got you got that loyal of a fan base. You can do uh, TikToks on—like, he does good business off the field. But his fan base is an awesome one. They start coming after me for making up fake news. Hey, stupid, dumb, young motherfuckers, okay? <laughs> I didn't make that. Up. We said allegedly in there as well, by the way, which kind of gets us off the hook of everything. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's totally. literally in the first. With end. all due respect, but we were just reporting what we know because that's what we do. We're deep reporters. So all the people that started coming after me, they're like, "Oh, you're." I got a lot of tweets comparing me to people that I like, legitimately just lie whenever they get on television. And I'm like, "No, no, no, complete opposite, pal. Actually, well researched. Know this. Yeah, listen to what we say before we get." It. So we would like to clear this up, Jerry fucking Dulac. Uh huh. Said Juju yeah. <laughs> from his sources that he heard. Okay. Jerry Dulek said that Juju looking to move to a bigger market. Okay, it maybe be whenever we tweeted it out, we should have expected people not to potentially listen to the entire yeah. thing. But the word allegedly sitting right there in front, we got Bleacher Report tweeting that yeah. I said Jeez. that Juju wants to go to a bigger market. Hey, Bleacher, that is not what I that's not me. Okay, actually in the video, if you say we say we read sources say. And now we're getting just buried. Now we're just getting buried. Now a, oh shut the fuck up. A lot of those tweets coming out from my account to other people this morning. Bleach
1: report huge I'm putting like six to eight emojis after tweets, so probably big juju bees. Oh <laughs> if, I assume they're a big juju bee group. But yeah, I mean you you get that nest a humming. Don't worry, they're not gonna sting. I mean, they're just going to fly around and make a Buzz. lot of noise. A noise. They're not going to sting or do anything. at will hurt you Now, no
0: granted, problem. you did go after. You did. Yeah. <laughs> now, now what I'm saying is, I need. Y'all stop coming after me. Now, <laughs> if you watch that video and you decide to go after the COVID cowboy for what he said. So hey, be it. That's his bet. Uh, yeah. That is that is uh, the COVID cowboy again. saddle that he put right onto the horse. <laughs> mm-hmm. You do what you got to do. But I. I Bleacher Report saying that I created that. It's like, no, that is not true at all. How about you guys do a little bit of fucking research? Yeah. Okay? Because that's what we do around here. Because our listeners and watchers deserve it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and how... This is-
3: how about Jerry Dulak just sitting back and letting everyone take shrapnel, just grinning from his ivory tower? I mean, once, what, come on, Jerry. Once he saw what was going on, you can't blame if him. If Jerry but.
0: just sees us eating it over here, he's yeah. like, well, I'm Look. actually going to retract mine. My- <laughs> he's wearing hey, his beehive suit. I'm going to get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> The honey thing. Yeah, Listen, I
1: mean, it's a live daily show. We're going to talk about things that are reported. Yes. People are like, well, why didn't you follow up on the report and check with your source?
0: I mean... We don't fucking have sources, bro. What do you think this no, is? That's, that's not, not our source. Ju- that's not our job. Our source is the people who have the sources. Yeah. That's correct. And that's what. We, and I, I would like a little bit more respect for the amount of time that I put on my phone every single day. Okay. It's not like I'm just popping things up. I dedicate a lot of fucking hours on my phone. Now, my wife doesn't love it. Okay. Nope. My dog Valerie doesn't love it. <laughs> She'll come up with a goddamn paw and hit it out <laughs> of there. But I'd like to know what's going on just to have a little bit of a you know a feel a grasp what's going on. So whenever you see somebody who's in the Pittsburgh Post who writes that their sources are saying this it's like okay here we go like that seems like that's something and by the way would make sense if that was the case on all sides and i think that's potentially why the source might have said it to jerry because jerry's like of course that's what he's looking to do and mm-hmm. then he kind of go so i'm not saying jerry is lying either i think jerry did get that information yeah. but you can't i'm tired of being fucking buried for me no. knowing what's going on and people saying didn't we do the right thing?" i should then? be getting complimented yes. yeah, you like oh, oh, yeah. shoot the messenger here oh yeah I would like compliments from everybody. Yeah. Okay. Juju Beast. Now
4: they set out to make you the fall guy.
0: Yeah, like, I'm Tracking. the guy. I didn't make it up. And then Bleach Report fucking puts it. Like, hey, Bleach Report. That was know. pretty Those delicious. guys fucking take a hike, though. Yeah. Didn't you do the right thing, though? You tagged Juju in there. Yeah, we to tagged tell his Juju story, in it. Yeah. And he told his story. Yeah. yeah. He we, went right to the source. That's what I'm saying. I, I think Bleach Report should have maybe said, hero Pat McAfee yeah. uh, huh. brings to light a potential wrong narrative Thank about you. Juju. Juju's response was, this is 100% not true. But instead, it was completely opposite. They had a picture of me at the XFL when I was 270. <laughs> Hey, with, with a bad look, like a bad Brutal. look on that my face. Look. Side profile. <laughs> These I mean, come fuckers.
3: on! Well, if you're gonna bury somebody, you fucking just go all out. Yeah, that's they, what Bleach Report
4: does. Oh,
0: they fucking did, yeah, for sure. Fat <laughs> Pat.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: go after Jared Ducklock, not fucking you.
3: I mean, Juju's been on the show
0: too. <laughs> yeah, it's well, I don't know if he'll ever come back on the show after what fucking things <laughs> yeah. has said numerous times. But for the. For the good of the show, I don't tell anybody their thoughts, what they're allowed to say, what they're not allowed to say. I will often follow up with the opinions <laughs> mm-hmm. of COVID cowboy <laughs> yes. do not reflect that of his employer I or know. his peers. You know, because I feel like yeah. but you have to have a show with differing opinions like yeah. you have to have it. And, and and I just I did not like the way that was operating last night. I was just like, yo, fuck you. Hey. Fuck all of you. Actually, that's I should be getting like, hey, hey, Pat, thanks for you and the boys for doing the deep dive into a paper that probably doesn't get read that much yeah. by somebody that is doing something oh, yeah. and bringing this light so Juju can clear his name. That's what I thought should have happened, but instead it was complete opposite. I was being called Skip Bayless. Jeez, like, oh, come, come on, Skip. Yeah, so, so I'm watching the NHL season end last night. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm watching the NHL season end. By the yeah. way, rest in peace in the NHL 2021 season.
1: Come on. Had a good Come season. on. What are you doing?
0: Uh pens fucking stink, dude. Oh. <laughs> what are they doing? They got the worst penalty kill in the history of hockey. Yeah. <laughs> what are they doing out there? And then the goalie, what's his name? Tristan Jari. That 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 guy? All right. We he left 17 goals in three minutes, that guy. He was just rolling around on the ice at one point. Like, yo, get up, dude. Get, get up!
1: So <laughs> dramatic. It's the first game. It's a long season. Get like up, I, I said. <laughs> then,
4: I got,
0: then I got trolled by fucking Gritty. Okay? Yeah. Oh, Gritty yeah, comes yeah. after me. That
4: googly-eyed stooge.
0: I would like to let it know that I did start that. Okay? Because when we were up one nothing, I went straight for the fucking jug. <laughs> How you doing, Gritty? You should. You know, so I had to eat this one. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> but, he punch a kid? That, oh, was, that was the old gritty idea. Same costume, different. But anyway, so gritty, tweet, and I just have to eat this because I did start this. Yep. And a lot of Philadelphia Johns were coming after me on the internet. Sure. Too, and I just had to eat that because of how loud I was Okay, yesterday about the pens. And the fact that, by the way, I went two and one on the betting. Pretty so, good. Not uh, bad. Overhit easy Lock. knew that was going to happen Sid scored plus 210 knew that was going to happen the only thing that didn't happen was the Penn's money line which should have happened and since it didn't I think we all agree that the NHL season is probably dead at this yeah. point Good year. but I was getting just attacked by mascots Johns mm-hmm. everybody okay mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden one tweet squeaks in there where they're like oh you think you're the new Skip Bayless making up stories about Juju and I almost fucked it I, I put Ooh. the phone down Oh, you did? Put the Oculus on. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I ran through an entire class. <laughs> just one run. No, Tried to knock out every single person in under a minute. Got them in under 50 seconds, and then went to bed. Hell that's yeah. I mean. oh, yeah! That was so rude. I'm like, yo, I put in a lot of work for this. I'm on my phone a lot. We're not just making shit up. No. Now, if we say people are saying, that's normally not a factual thing. It is just a an opinion. There is a chance that that is being pawned off on somebody. That does not exist. Mm-hmm. But... We don't know them, but we assume somebody potentially thinks that. Of
3: course. Right. Also, who's to say that, you know, Jerry Dulac's not right? I mean, is this all correct if Juju ends up going to the Jets or something? I mean, who's to say he's not going to leave town?
0: Yeah, there was a lot of uh, tweets that weren't allowed to have replies on Juju's Twitter account. Hmm. Interesting. Ooh. This one did have the apply. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. We should have buried Jerry whenever we initially reported. Should have. Yeah. We'll learn hindsight's twenty twenty, but we will always put in work okay, I would one. like people of to course just like everybody assumes I was a very loud uh, NFL guy like from the, no no I didn't start talking until I knew I was good you know, mm-hmm. that's like with this show. I'm not going to be talking the way I talk unless I know kind of what I'm fucking talking about. You're not going to see me just go out there and talk about something I don't know about. Hockey, it's in my blood. Great. I know everything about it. That's right. Yesterday, mm-hmm. went on an entire rant that was beautiful. Should have happened. Instead, we got a fucking goalie that's rolling around on the goddamn ice like he's fucking. Uh, uh, who's the fat one from Mighty Ducks? Goldberg. Uh, yeah, like whenever he first got put in the ice, yeah. like the oh, first yeah. trip down there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need the cat to get back in. Yeah. Totally.
1: You also should. Have known when you went on that run that they were destined to
0: lose. Yeah, yeah, I have been quite a mush for the Pittsburgh Penguins over the years.
1: That's not your fault.
2: Mm-mm.
0: It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. uh what well, was that a playoff game we went to yeah. when we sat? Oh, yeah. Yep. We went to a playoff game where we sat on the ice, basically. Geek, rest in peace. Rest in, right, rest in peace, yeah. Hell of a run. Good run. Thank you, Siki. Good C-Geek. You, C-Geek. Thank you, Siki. Thank you, C-Geek. What a run they had, dude. Yeah. yeah. It was the best all time. Huh? It was the greatest ticket buying platform the world has yep. ever seen. And the moon. And then all of a sudden, and the moon. And yeah. and then all of a sudden, uh, tickets were no longer needed for anything. Yeah. What do and you know, their business is just over there in a the deep end, fucking. <laughs> You know, I
4: mean? they should invest in Oculus and just get seats in every single stadium. Or well, the Oculus arena is going to be one that needs to get filled. uh uh-huh. I mean, It's getting yeah, real. Yeah.
0: Um, but we went to a playoff game, shout out to SeatGeek, and I we were sitting, like, on the extended bench of the visitors team. So me and Nick were literally right on the ice. Like, it felt like we were in the game, basically. And I was like, I was pumped for Nick. Obviously, Nick lives and dies with the pens, but it was a really cool experience to be there. We're sitting there doing this thing. And uh, the ref skates by, and I got a little crack in the glass behind me. I'm like, hey, hey, ref. Right, and I give him a little something like that. And then I show him some money or whatever. I'm like, Ooh. let's get this win. You know what I mean? He eyeballs me, stares me down. I was it, 15 seconds later, maybe 20 seconds later? I'm not even sure. Calls a calls a penalty against the Penguins. Soft call, too.
4: Real but, soft.
0: Like, calls a penalty against Penguins. Looks at me while I'm making the call. Then they fucking score. 15 seconds into the power play, Jeez. and then just kind of just skated off. And Nick was like, we got to get you out of this building. We've got to get you out of here. I went to another game. The other team scored seven goals in the first period. <laughs> Jesus. A 7-0 first period, second period. Yeah, I'm not great whenever I'm really loud for the pens. But, hey, I'm a fucking fan. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and if Sidney do. Crosby's going to keep scoring goals the way he's scoring goals, maybe they'll have a chance. But I can't believe they lost to the worst Fucking team mm-hmm. in the NHL last night, the Philadelphia Flyers. I mean, I try to tell you the Flyers are actually a pretty good team. I they, hate them, but they, they're good. They did look pretty good. They're flying around. They? they were team. That Flyers team appeared to have a different gear they than did. the Pens did, but that doesn't matter. They still stink. Alright, we gotta get to a break. Ty Schmidt, Boston Connor. Zito's here with a poll. Zito, we need a big poll today. Oh, Can yeah. you please tell the, the people what your poll is of the day? Oh yeah. Massive poll today. Which divisional round game this weekend will be the closest? Uh right now, last place. Rams versus Packers, eight percent. Bronze versus Chiefs, ten point four percent. Buccaneers versus Saints, thirty-five point two, and Ravens versus Bills forty-six point four percent. Wow. Oh, yeah. huh. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's a, that's an interesting little question. Because whenever you start looking, I immediately thought Bill's Ravens. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait, Browns Chiefs still. Because the Chiefs have played a lot of close games this yes. year, and the Browns are rolling right now. Then you think about the Buccaneers and Saints. It's like they know a lot about each other. Yeah. And then whenever you look at the Packers-Rams, you're like, okay, Packers probably win by 40 there. <laughs> Slaughter. Hopefully. That's I
3: mean the pretty more, much what
0: I did about the pens. <laughs> I
3: know exactly, and the more you say it, the more I'm getting worried about it because it seems like everybody thinks the Packers exactly. are going to win oh, by. Those it shoes on the other foot, now. Right? still yeah. fading the pole well, or what? The Packers don't stink though. The Steelers, <laughs> did. no, because the
0: pole got one. They went one for two, right? Last yeah. time the pole was an over and a team pick or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The closest game is interesting because I think we're all betting. I would like to see the number on the Browns. Because that's ten and a half points, I think. Browns are getting ten or ten and a half against the Chiefs. That's a lot of points for a playoff game, especially for this Chiefs team that has not played, like, blowout football. That is, that is not the style of play that they have been playing. What's that, Diggs?
1: For that 10, 10, 10, 10 and a half line, 54% of the bets and 50% of the money. The money is split 50-50 on wow. Chiefs and Browns. Really? Man. Wow.
0: That makes me feel a lot better yeah. on the Browns, plus uh-huh. 10.
1: There's a lot of every single game this weekend is in the 50s as far as money is concerned. A lot of split bets this Ooh, weekend. All right, yeah.
0: let's um, – yeah, this ain't working. This thing's just
1: – How's that Ju- guy, guy that called in and hacked
0: it? <laughs> That's a juju. Oh, Once no! Got some Once honey. again, go to Jerry Dulek's computer. Uh-huh. Got some honey on the computer. Please key. stay out of my computer, dude. I'm. I, I, all I'm doing is just telling you what we're seeing. That's our job. Observe, report. Yes. Whoa. Joining us now is a man who uh, basically broke every single rookie record that you could possibly break at the position that you play. Uh, he was drafted out of LSU. There's actually a video of the team that drafted him seeing another team right before them draft another wide receiver and them laughing in that team's face because they knew that they got it wrong by not drafting this man. Wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, all pro, pro bowler in one season. He's only going to get better somehow, ladies and gentlemen. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. What's up, dude? It was good. How was the season, man? Long season? Was your body ready for it? Was it longer than you thought? How do you feel right now?
5: Uh, it definitely was longer than I thought. Uh, you know, those 17 weeks definitely catch up to you. But, um, you know, a lot of guys in the locker room had told me different ways to, to really, you know, relax my body and make sure my body is right for for every week.
0: Uh, okay, so now that you're about to have off time for the first time in your life, people forget about this. Whenever you're a rookie in the NFL and your season ends, first of all, that's the longest season because you're going from your junior or senior year in college straight through for combine prep right into draft, right into OTAs, right into right. training camp, right into the longest season you've ever had in your life. So that's the longest year of all time. Then as soon as your rookie season's over, it's the first time in your entire life, basically, that your life hasn't been scripted for you for the first couple months now granted the world is not what it normally is what are you thinking about doing here justin how are you going to enjoy your downtime you're going to be playing video games you're going to be going out you're going to be gritty all over the world Ooh. you're going to take some trips oh what are you going to do uh, justin
5: all of above uh you know, i'm <laughs> going to be uh in some sunshine just relaxing um, you know just like you said this is the first time really I, I really get to to relax my body and uh really enjoy life for a little bit so um you no, know, definitely looking forward to, to really, you know, getting some off time and, and getting some vacation.
0: Justin, why'd you have so much success this year? And not just you, by the way. You obviously were the standout in the wide receivers, but rookie wide receivers this year had a hell of a year. Now, there's a whole new class coming into the NFL, uh, including Devontae and Jamar Chase, which you know very well. And there's, do you think that's going to be a trend moving forward? Do you, guys, do you think that you were more prepared for the NFL with the way college football is now than maybe in years past?
5: Um I mean just just me just coming from uh Joe Brady's offense bringing that that Saints football style offense uh it kind of gave me a head start uh to the league you know just going in to the league and and knowing the concepts uh it kind of was a little bit easier to to really you know grasp so um I, I, definitely, I definitely feel like those guys are definitely going to come in and, and make a big uh, mark uh, depending on what team they get drafted to. So hopefully they get drafted to a, a good organization that, that uses them right.
0: And let's talk about that. Uh, you told Kirk Cousins to go fuck himself on that. <laughs> that was wild. Did you hear him say You said that. You said it, yeah. you said it, it right, in game, yeah. right in the middle of a game. Right in the middle of a game. Fuck you, Kirk. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, 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 you didn't get a ball, and you stood there, and you grabbed a microphone. Do you remember? Yeah. It was wild. You grabbed a microphone, and you were like, Kirk Cousins, I hate you, basically. Go fuck yourself. Do you remember when you did that?
5: I don't remember that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, I, I loved that whole situation, though, how it blew up. Right. Because my initial take on it was, oh, I feel like Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins have a very good relationship as opposed to what people thought the other way. I thought like, no, this happens on a much regular basis than people think there's normally crowd noise. We got a chance. It sounded like one of them satellite things was literally right into your helmet whenever you said it. <laughs> but uh, how was your relationship with Kirk Cousins? And do you think that is a big reason, obviously, on why you had so much success this year?
5: Our relationship was was very good, uh, you know. At, at practice and, and stuff, we definitely connect well. Um, you know, just just trying to win games, trying to trying to make big plays. So, uh, you know, at practice we're we're getting extra reps in. We're doing we're doing things to help the uh, offense up. So, um, you know, that that just really was just a, a frustration play. Uh, you <laughs> know, I felt like open on that play, and you know, I didn't get the ball. So, uh, kind of just like a frustration one, just. You know, just pouring out my emotions, but just like you said, there's, there's no crowd noise, so you hear everything on the field.
0: Hey, I will say this, you being emotional, you know, everybody talks about how you want your players to be passionate. Okay, you want people on your team to have emotion, not just play for the check, but also play for everything like that. And then as soon as you do that, you hear a lot of the old whites go, "Did you hear what he said?" Kirk, <laughs> it's like Yo, you right. can't can't have it both ways here. Yeah. Okay, you can't have people that are invested and emotional, and then whenever you see moments in the height of competition, by the way, at the highest level, where there's right. some sort of conversation, that's a very interesting thing. We enjoyed it a lot over here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we loved it. We ran it probably twenty times in the morning mm-hmm. because we, you, the flexing too. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was like no way where anybody could say it wasn't you <laughs> it was like an entire it was awesome digs what do you got
1: justin after you uh broke all of his rookie records um uh, did randy moss call you do you guys have a relationship does he talk to you at all about since you guys were you know within the same organization and had great successes as, success as rookies
5: um we we made this little uh we did this video uh or like this zoom call of all the um uh, the receivers from the vikings uh, organization to to get the the rookie of the year award so uh, i kind of talked to those all of those guys at the same time uh you know just giving me the inside of you know how to take on my NFL uh season or and the things that i have been doing all year so uh you know hopefully hopefully I can get this rookie of the year
0: hey we hope you get rookie of the year as well because the year that you had is one that's probably I mean, it's going to be tough. Whenever you're talking about being in the, the conversation with Randy, I mean, that's just, that's going to, it's what, it's once every generation probably. Yeah. So, you're, I mean, that's like a, I assume that's a high compliment. I know there's some players that kind of don't enjoy being compared to uh, past players or past greats. I would assume, even though you and Randy don't have the same style of play, whenever you're in the same conversation as guys like that, especially in the Vic- you have to feel pretty good about that, right?
5: 100 um, percent. You know, he's a Hall of Famer. He's classified as one of the best receivers ever to play the game. So um, to be in the same sentence as him being compared to him, uh, you know, of course, I don't mind that at all. Um, you know, my, my goal is to be a Hall of Famer one day and be one of the best receivers of all time. So um, and definitely not definitely not scared of, of that comparison. So uh, there's definitely more work that I need to do and, and things that I need to fix to become. Uh, you know, a Hall of Fame.
0: Will you train with anybody this offseason? Will you train with like, uh, because there's always, you know, the internet shows like groups of guys that are working out, you know, and back in the day, I think it, maybe wasn't as known by people that people from different teams train together. I mean, there's stories coming out about Peyton and Tom Brady in the off season, getting together and training together that I think if it would have came out at the time, people would have lost their minds about, but we kind of hear about now. Now we kind of get a chance to see it, whether it's the offensive line that gets put together, a defensive uh, ends can have a group together. It feels like everybody's kind of trying to help each other out. Will you train with anybody this off season or you do your work alone? Uh, Uh, I
5: mean, train, I mean, you train with the best, the best train with the best. So, uh, of course, I want to train with the top guys uh, of the league. You know, I, I talked to Devontae Adams, talk to Stephon Diggs, so, uh, you know, Odell. So talking to those different guys, uh, you know, definitely wanting to train with them to see uh, all the information that they can give to me to, to help my game out.
0: What were you doing those? We guys run routes. Will there be like what did they give you different drills to do? Like what would those training sessions look like for a wide receiver?
5: Um, really just, just giving me information that to, to help anything that I I have a problem with, you know, if it's releases, if it's, uh, running different routes, if it's, you know, how to get open during this, this coverage or how the cornerback is playing you. So, uh, there's definitely, definitely different ways to, to help my game and to improve. And, um, you know, guys like Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams, and, you know, those different guys definitely have some, some, some tricks up their sleeve.
0: You had the most receiving yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl era. Okay. That's a hilarious stat to have. I would have that as my Twitter bio
5: (laughs) immediately
0: if I had. But what do do you, did you do a self scout? I assume at the end of the year already, have you done that type of thing yet and be like, okay, this is something that I feel like I gotta work out? Or that was that happening during the year? Were you taking notes during the year? Like when do you realize like, okay, I wanna get better at uh whether it's my breaks uh, to the right side or to like when do you decide what you think you have to get better at?
5: Um, I kind of look at it, you know, throughout the season and you know, especially you can definitely uh, look at it after the season when, when you know, you stop playing. But, um, yeah, throughout the season, just different things that uh, I felt that I needed to work on. Um, you know, definitely uh, having to work on that, that press man coverage, you know, just working on different releases, um, especially, you know, this upcoming season. We have a lot of top corners that we're going to against. So I definitely have to, you know, reach in my bag and, and find those new tricks to get over
0: I was always a hand guy. Ooh, oh, see you know him. what I mean. I was always hey, Devonte uses Gone. no hands. Yeah, no. but I was always a you know I'm a ninja. I'm a ninja chop you down. Uh-huh. That was always my move. If you need me to come down do anything, you let me know. I'll kind of I'll kind of give you some of the insights. Oh, what do you got, Connor?
4: Justin, you mentioned Devontae and Diggs as guys you'll train with. Will you watch the games this weekend to just see how they go up against uh, their matchups?
5: Oh, 100%. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to, to that uh, Green Bay and, and Rams game with Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. So, uh, definitely going to be looking at that to see how that matchup goes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big Devontae Adams fan, so uh, definitely going to be rooting for him and, and see how good he does.
0: What, do you, what have you noticed about the difference between the NFL corners and college corners because obviously the sec it's different down here you play against a lot of nfl talent down there but once you get in the nfl there's nfl iq there's nfl defenses and everything what is the difference between nfl corners like for instance Jalen. whenever you watch him play it looks like he's floating sometimes whenever he's making a play and there's not a lot of Jalen's out there in any level or anything like that but what has been the biggest difference is it the overall athleticism is it the schemes what has it been you think the difference between nfl and college dbs
5: uh well one um you know of course you know being LSU being a big program you know um we don't play you know top teams every single week so um having having to play a top corner or a top team every single week in the NFL it, it definitely gets tough it gets um, you know, a toll on your body. You get ti- you get tired. So, um, and, and two, they're they're smarter. Um, they're definitely patient. Um, you know, they're they're looking at their techniques. Um, they're studying a whole bunch of film on you. So, uh, those moves that that those moves that you did last week definitely uh, are not going to be able to work um, going up against you know that corner the the next week. So, you definitely gotta you know change some some stuff up and you know change the way you move.
0: You. Your routes were so sick this year. Hey, your routes were nasty this year. They, they, they were running them as highlights. They were running fucking routes as highlights. <laughs> you know, like they, they were like, look at this. And it was just you in the middle of the open field. Yeah. And then the guy just leaving That's or whatever. Normally it'd be a big catch or whatever. Like, look at this man run on a football field. It was, it was absolutely. In, has that been like, when did you realize that that was going to have to be one of the main focuses? Because I feel like whenever they say somebody's a great route runner, nobody really understands what that means. Like, oh, no, they put in a lot of work to be able to cut very quickly. Like, have you always been a great route runner? Is that always something you've been able to take advantage of defenses with? Like, how did that become your thing? Because it's like your thing is is how you shake the shit out of people at the top of your routes.
5: Well, um, I mean, of, of course not. Uh, me, I, I started playing receiver, uh, you know, in high school, so uh, I didn't really get you know, that much experience at, at receivers. So me going into LSU, um, I have my favorite coach, Coach Jerry Sullivan. Uh, he coaches for the Cardinals now. Um, you know, he came in, I came in, and he he, he helped me tremendously um, with different ways to get open with releases, um, ways to, to break down and, and get quicker on my breaks. So um, he definitely helped me and, and made me into a better route runner and better receiver.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Did you play basketball growing up as well?
5: Yes, yes.
0: Were you good? You, you couldn't shoot,
5: huh? Shoot <laughs> the lights out, man! Uh,
0: I didn't know. I didn't know. I was just. I was just. Normally, because if you could just shake everybody, you know, you get a bit greedy. You're mm-hmm, just going yeah. to the rack every time. For those of us that can't just wiggle our way through every LA fitness pickup game, you have to be able to have range. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I have to be able to pop off from from way back. Ty, what do you got?
3: Justin, after everything you've seen this year, um, who's gritty is worse, Kirk Cousins or Adam Thielen?
0: Yeah, great question.
5: (laughs) I'm going to have to go with Kirk. (laughs) I'm going to have to. Uh, But, I mean, Kirk, Kirk, that was the first time I ever seen Kirk do it the whole season. So, uh, you know, at at least I got to to picture how he does it, how, how he do it, so I can work with him a little bit.
0: Uh, Kirk probably worked on it at the house, huh? Oh yeah, oh, oh
5: yeah. From the mirror.
0: Wait until I boss this out. It's a like kids doing it with him. It's like a pair of shoes, you uh-huh. know. Like a, like wait until they see this. <laughs> and that's, that's what Kirk did at the house. I'm a, how you guys feel? How you feeling, Vikings? Final meeting. What was the message?
5: Um, you know, of course, we didn't want to go one and five at the beginning of the season. Uh, I mean, that, that hurt us tremendously uh, with, you know, not being able to get to the playoffs and everything. But um, that second, that second part of the season, um, you know, that's when we really became alive. Uh, that's when we really started to play Vikings football. And, um, you know, that's that's when we really started to to buy into what was going on. You know, we wasn't used to not having any fans in the stadium. Uh, you know, the energy was dead. Huh. Uh, so it, it definitely was a different feel. Um, but we just really just got to, to that winning stage a little too late.
0: Well, it was fun to watch you guys down the stretch there. thought you were potentially going to make a – entrance a backdoor entrance into the playoffs hope you enjoy the hell out of your offseason justin you deserve it can't wait to see what you do and how you come back even better bub
5: yes sir appreciate
0: it hey let me know if you need anything you know
5: okay
0: i got you ladies and gentlemen justin jefferson (laughs) (laughs) hold on justin hold on justin hold on on, justin what's that
1: uh chad johnson just tweeted that he heard you'll be at house of athlete which is brandon marshall's training facility and he said he will personally lock you up on one-on-one. Ocho oh. going to lock
0: you yes. down. By the way, talk about good route runner. Talk about good route yeah. runner. Ocho said he's going to lock you down. And give you a PowerPoint tutorial. He's reading a tweet right now. I heard he will be at House of Athlete at Brandon Marshall's facility training this offseason in Weston. I will personally lock him up in one-on-ones and give a PowerPoint tutorial on route running, says Chad Johnson to Justin Jefferson.
5: I got something for him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something. But,
0: ladies and gentlemen, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. I thought you had breaking news. I didn't know. Well, it kind of was. Yeah. Kind of was. was. Ocho was always known as the guy who his feet were just so damn impressive. What's that? We have breaking news? Was it the real Chad Johnson? Getting
3: off a plane in Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, Urban Meyer?
0: Yeah. Wow. He's getting the gig, huh? He's flying on a... Let's start judging the plane. <laughs> that is a Citation, it looks like. It looks like it's a little thin. I, little I thin, would yeah. prefer a Hawker, which is a little bit of a fatter plane. It's more like an SUV flying through the sky. <laughs> the Citation is a little bit quicker. For those that don't know, a Citation... And by the way, I'm not 100% certain that is a Citation plane. I'm just... I'm just <laughs> if, if it is a Citation plane, it was the original like Wall Street plane. Like, that was like the old school Wall Street plane. You know, they like, got money, let's go ahead and travel. Probably a lot of uh, cocagna and other things uh-huh. that have been done on Citation planes. Uh, so I am a, a Hawker fan myself. Unless it's the Citation 10, the Citation X, which is the fastest plane in the sky, it flies... Uh, how fast is it? 750 miles an hour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's yeah. moving. It takes an hour off of your flights if you need them. Uh, but if anything goes wrong... It is over. Now, that's basically with every plane. So yeah. I, I respect that they flew the plane up to get old Urban. He has landed in Duval County. Some info on what Urban Meyer is getting with the Jaguars: most cap space in the league, eleven draft picks, first overall pick, talent on roster includes. Yeah, I got that. Uh, can, big congrats, Urban Meyer, getting a head coaching gig. Yeah, going. wow. I think he. I think he has always wondered if it would work mm-hmm. in the NFL. I talked to uh, – yesterday we talked to Rich Rod, by the way, which um, that was a fun time. It was a very yeah. fun time. But I think Rich Rod, when I talked to him whenever he played – when Ole Miss played Mississippi State, and I got the chance to talk to him for the first time, I asked him about coaching in the NFL, you know, because his offense is now in the NFL. Oh, yeah. and, and he said uh, – he basically told me – he, he never had a, a vision to do it but he always wondered if he would be able to work up there right mm-hmm. and i don't think rich rod would ever want to go up there but he did have that answer he's like i always thought to myself i wonder how many times ever myers thought to himself like i could probably go do the nfl if i had to i wonder if he sees that Sabin's the greatest college football coach of all time mm-hmm. and he goes you know what Sabin couldn't do he couldn't coach in the nfl let's go ahead and do that or if this is just to you know one final thing off the uh bucket list to do is go have a successful nfl run as a coach we'll see hope Hopefully he'll be able to stay healthy enough, okay? Mm -hmm. Last two stops have ended in health situations. A lot of success. I I guess Utah he had success. Florida he had success. Ohio State he had success. Those are a very different sport than the NFL. We'll see how it goes down there in Duval County. Good for Jacksonville, though. They make a splash hire. Mm -hmm. Seems like that's what Shod Khan wanted. Now, granted, splash hires don't mean a goddamn thing if they don't work out. It's just a good headline. You win a day in the offseason. Will he be able to win some games? We shall see. He's going to surround himself with NFL coaches, he said. Ooh. Well, the report said. Who knows if he said that or if the Jacksonville Jaguar people said, hey, also we need this to get out there. Anybody that's attacking us for hiring a guy that doesn't know anything about the NFL, let's go ahead and get this out here as well. We're going to hire very, very super NFL knowledgeable coaches, basically was a report. A lot of NFL big brains coming in here with Urban Meyer as well. It's like, well, we'll see. I can't wait to see how it goes. What are you going to say, Diggs? I was
1: going to say something dumb, like maybe he'll bring Alex Smith in as a backup to, to Trevor Lawrence since they were together at Utah.
0: Uh, The the interesting thing there is, what if Fields, Mm. Ohio State, Mm. yeah, Mm. right? He's up there, what, the second quarterback in most mm-hmm. mock drafts? Mm-hmm. Is Trevor Lawrence a lock to go to Jacksonville? And by the way, we told you just one week ago <laughs> that when this hire happens, this will be the exact conversation that will happen on sports shows everywhere. Is Urban Meyer in his Ohio State allegiances? So much so that when he's on the sideline of Ohio State games, he looks like he's still coaching Ohio State in Ohio State's games. Whenever he's doing the halftime show or the pregame show for Ohio State, he is talking as if he is still the Ohio State coach. He is loved in Ohio. Absolutely loved over there.
1: Before the season started, he did say he would take Lawrence over Fields this year.
0: We'll see. Okay. Hmm. We'll see. Well, who does Shad well, Ohio State bury him if he doesn't take Fields at out. number one or whatever? No. But also, yeah, what you're about to say, Shad Khan said he's. He's calling shots around here. Yeah, so who does he want? That's what we need to find out. How many trips on that yacht do you think Urban Meyer had to... Which trip onto the yacht? Because they said they've been meeting for a month now at this point. Yeah. Which trip do you think Urban Meyer was finally like, all right, fuck it, you can make the decisions? You know, because I assume the first couple conversations were like shotgun being like, I'd like to still have my hands on things. And Urban Meyer going, uh, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> in leaving, Then coming back, hey, this is what we're thinking. Money was in control. Because everybody assumes that that's what is going to ultimately be the issue. Is Urban Meyer in college, you control every single moment of your players' lives. Whenever you don't have that control, is it still going to be able to work? We'll see how it goes. A.J. Hawk, who knows Urban pretty well, said he thinks Urban's going to do well up there. Mm. He's a good communicator, good leader. We'll see. He's not going to be the offensive guy or the defensive guy. He's just the head coach who's a rallier, which is what you need, by the way. I think Not always, but I feel like that has been a pretty good system in the nfl's history
1: yeah and to your point i believe i saw one of the tweets this morning that like after the first meeting and stuff like that those meetings were about facility upgrades and stuff like that that urban wanted before he took the job
0: by the way love that all these other coaches are taking these zoom calls hoping and praying for a goddamn gig urban since he had success in college he's able to go down to Shad Khan's yacht and go that practice facility ain't gonna fucking cut it no nope. <laughs> are we the Bengals, dude put a roof on that then. bigger pool i <laughs> need to Connect those pools. Yeah, please. Please. Immediately. The Cabanas, too? Family's going to need two of those. Uh-huh. All right? And then I would like, I don't know, fifty to 60,000 more people in the stadium. <laughs> go ahead and build on top of that. Add an upper bowl. Chuck Hunt's like, I guess, man. All right. Let's Jesus. do it. I mean, we could have hired goddamn Joe Brady. He was just begging for a gig. <laughs> God damn it. But we'll do it, I guess. Let's go. I, I feel like Urban Meyer... I feel like he has successful operations. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of question marks around every single one. Every single exit, there's a lot of question marks. People are like, "What happened here?" But I feel like he, I feel like he always has. I think he's he's won. He's won everywhere he went. He's literally won everywhere. But with the NFL, college, whenever you can pick your players, mm -hmm. that's a very. Whenever you can. Be a good salesman and get a a family to allow their son to come to your school for whatever reason, however you're doing it, better than everybody else. That is a real weapon in college football that not everybody has. In the NFL, you can't do it. So I don't know how maybe it'll be big free agency build team. Okay, we want this guy, we want this yeah. guy, we mm-hmm. want this guy. I assume that is potentially going to happen. Maybe that's another conversation he had was having with Sean. Like, hey, we're going to have to spend money in free agency. Or maybe Urban Meyer will adapt his entire ability, use his big football brain, mm. and be able to direct it in the NFL style and have success. I'm intrigued to see how it plays out.
3: This doesn't move the needle at all for like guys potentially going to Jacksonville like players, does it?
0: I mean, Ohio State guys. Yeah.
3: Well, well out- outside of Ohio State guys.
0: Look, for Ezekiel Elliott to get Whoa. traded for the Cowboys. <laughs> Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas Saints. getting out of Saints. We know he doesn't like, he yeah, hates everything true. going on over
1: there allegedly. Why Baltimore? draft Trevor Lawrence when you get Dewey Haskins down here? Oh, man. <laughs>
4: right. Bring in
0: Dwayne. Bosa. Well, Bosa's. Uh, both man. of them. Both of them. Both Bosa's. Uh, bring them in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so sorry to interrupt, dude. Like, so, so sorry. Apologies. The conversation was going there.
3: It really was.
0: You know? Mm-hmm. And here we go, interrupting it like this.
3: Got paid bills.
0: What we're interrupting it with is something that matters, though. Oh, yeah. Are you the best version of you that you could possibly be, you think?
3: Definitely not.
0: Does your skin, hair, Anything else really that revolves around men's health? Is it at its highest that it could possibly be? I mean, it could probably be better. And that's the thing about it is there's a company out there that's a men's health brand Mm -hmm. that is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Okay, they are unbelievable. And that is Roman. Roman is a men's health brand that makes you and wants you to be the best version of you possible. Your hair fuller, your skin brighter, anything else you have going on, they want to take care of you. And they want to do it in a fashion that is most affordable. But it's not just skin, it's not just hair, it's not just everything like that. It's also whenever you go in and you go to do the love making. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The men's health brand wants to be your tag team partner and being the best you in all facets of your life. And did you know that if you are somebody who uh, doesn't have sex for as long as you would like, and we're not saying you go quick, hey, hey, maybe you just don't go as long as you want to go. Yeah. Maybe your sex life, you want it to go long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. You want to put on a show in there. You need to tag team partner with our friends at Roman with the Roman swipes. I love Roman swipes. These things show up at your door in discreet packaging. Nobody knows that you have a tag team partner that's small enough to fit in your back pocket, small enough to fit in your wallet. Nobody will even know that you have it. Then whenever it's time to, you know, do the deed. hmm When it's time to... Sling some salami. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? Whenever you're out there with your baloney about to really make a sandwich, mm-hmm. and it's time to go, why don't you do it for a long, long time, Ty? You pull out the Roman swipe. Okay, you rub it on your tool, mm-hmm. your baby maker, yep. your magic stick, yes, your dipstick. Mm-hmm. Your how's it going? How you doing? Keep it moving, Pleasure Town. Here we come, stick. Mm-hmm. Okay, you rub it on there. It'll dry quickly. It'll not transfer to your partner, and it is scientifically proven to make you last longer in bed
3: bologna sandwich, extra mayo.
0: Long time making it. We can't thank Roman enough. And right now you can get free two-day shipping on your Roman swipes. Get them in time for Thanksgiving next weekend. Get them in time for the holiday season. Stock up on these things for the winter, because I do believe we're getting locked back down. Looks like it. In a lot of places. Mm-hmm. So you know what time it is? Why not just have a little bit of a sex fest? Might as well. <laughs> go to getroman.com forward slash pat free two-day shipping on these roman swipes you will love them and so will she or he have a time of your life behind the closed doors with our friends at roman roman swipes and also make yourself the best you possible uh, with everything else that the men's health brand has for you get roman.com forward slash pat back to the show <laughs> we're being joined now by god what who is potentially going to be coaching itself oh <laughs> Hour three kicks off with Mr. A.J. Hawk. Wow. AJ wow. Urban, Urban Meyer gets a job done in Jacksonville. His first call is to his favorite Buckeye hero, A.J. Hawk, and he says, come coach linebackers, come do something with our staff because it is being reported that Urban Meyer would like to surround himself with people who know a lot about the NFL. I don't know anybody who knows more than A.J. Hawk. Nope. Will you be working for the Jacksonville Jaguars, A.J. Hawk?
4: Uh, I don't know, but I, I think if I if he brings me in, I'm, I'm looking to be the assistant head coach slash D coordinator because I have so much extensive, I have such a big resume of a coaching career that I think I should get that job right away.
0: Oh, so yeah. you're like the classic college kids nowadays who come out of college and they just learn from somebody who couldn't accomplish what they're teaching, so that's why they're teaching, and they feel like they deserve to be the president of the fucking company as soon as they get it. That's what you're doing right now. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> Congrats, dude. boy, yeah.
2: coach. Go.
4: Do you want to break? Do you want to break any news? I, I wish I had any news no, you for do. you. I know uh, you come, to on. Say come on, no, you're, you're react, alluding like to the fact it, that you off, had
2: news.
3: Just
4: say it. Hey, Urban doesn't even have the job yet, does he? Yeah, he does have what the job. He does have the job. Don't play this yet. game. What am I going to break? You, you're sitting there trying to say, "Oh, what did you say?" I saw the clip. Oh, a Buckeye Hero might get a job down there. Yeah. Okay. The only one that is coach, obviously. It's myself, Bobby Carpenter, and Schlegel. You're talking about the uh, there that thing, the cereal box. But yeah, yeah. Schlegel's actually worked with Urban. He was the strength coach on oh. the staff and everything. So
2: oh,
4: like, oh. I would hire Schlegel if I was a head coach in the NFL. I would want to bring him in. I have no idea what Urban's going to do, but
0: I would do it. At what position?
4: I would make him the, the
0: head strength coach. So okay, huh. let's let's say you put on your Urban Meyer cap mm-hmm. and your Urban Meyer. Yep. You said if you were Urban Meyer. You would hire Schlags as the head strength coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Of course, yeah. You think Urban Meyer makes good decisions? He makes good
4: decisions for sure. I have no idea what he's thinking about with any staff hirings, though. Oh, okay.
0: So no breaking news?
4: No, sorry. Hmm. This
0: thing. Get it
1: out. If Schlegs doesn't get the job and he's got time on his hands, you think he'd write us up a plan? Yeah, can he
0: get us in shape? Maybe he becomes our strength and conditioning coach. Is that possible?
4: He would be amazing
0: at that Awesome. Game. Awesome. Okay. okay. So, Perfect. congrats to Slags. He will have numerous job offers at times. <laughs> Joining us now is a three-time Pro Bowler, a man who just got uh, broken off uh, a little bit ago. He was traded for a third rounder and a fifth rounder out of Detroit. Get him the fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> he uh, seems to be good at football. Ladies and gentlemen, corner for the Philadelphia Eagles, Darius Slags.
2: Yeah. Hey, what's
6: up? What's
0: up? Hey, thanks for joining us, man. How are
6: you? I'm good. How you doing?
0: Hey, not too shabby. Uh, let's dive right into it. I saw something on Sports Center yesterday where you went to a, a kid's graduation party. You're like super duper incredible, dude. I had no idea until I saw that whole thing. How did that whole thing happen? Are you normally very interactive with the fans? How have you enjoyed Philadelphia? Let's go ahead and keep it moving here.
6: Yeah, man. Um, you know, kids be um, in Boston. Me and um, back in Detroit, I used to go to a lot of high school games. And stuff like that, and um, you know, I just used to tweet out what games I want to go to or what games good to go to, and um, and I just pull up, and um, and the kid had asked me to come to his graduation, and uh, so I did it, you know, surprised him. I ain't answer to it. I just had uh, just jumped up there and surprised him.
0: And you guys, it looked like I haven't been to a graduation party in a while. <laughs> you guys were playing like uh, beer pong, but with water. How's your game? Did you lose? Did you win? I think you had one cup in front of you. What the hell was going on? Mm-hmm.
6: Man, I'm lost, man, because I don't drink, so uh, I'm not good at them drinking. Uh, All
0: right, let's talk about... By the way, that's awesome that you did that and do that. Great for the community. It's always good to see NFL players kind of get invested in the cities that they're playing for. I assume whenever you found out you were going to be traded, that was a little bit of alarming. Did you know that was potentially going to happen? Did it come out of nowhere whenever you got traded for a third and a fifth?
6: Uh, No, no, we kind of knew it was going to happen. You know, know, uh, me and... um, Matt Patricia made a little, you know, we talked, talked for a while and, you know, we couldn't get it to where we needed to get it at. So, uh, we knew it was going to happen.
4: So you said you talked to Matt Patricia, who was the head coach of the Lions at the time. Yeah. It, you talked to him directly, you go through agents, like how does that work?
6: Uh, we had, uh, you know, we was talking during the season and, um, and directly. So, uh, you know, we was, we was, uh, grown enough to talk to each other and, know, uh, me, him and Bob, and, you know, we couldn't come up with something. And, um, so we, uh, that did what's best for, uh, for, for myself.
0: Okay. So whenever you find out you're going to Philadelphia, uh, were you happy about that? Thrilled about that? Obviously just a few years ago, Super Bowl champs, whenever you find yeah. out you're going to Philly, you were excited. I assume to get out there.
6: Of course, you know, uh, of course I was excited, you know, a uh, new start, new beginning. Um, you know, I know a lot of guys that was on the team already. So, uh, it's a new fresh start for me and I was ready for it.
0: Well, the thing we enjoyed about it is, um, we learned about you whenever you got traded and, and, That's no offense to you, okay? Most offense to the Detroit Lions and their Mm -hmm. fans, okay? Detroit Lions, you know, not a lot of conversations happening about the Lions over the last Mm -hmm. 30, 40, 50 years. (laughs) just about. And the issue is because they made Calvin Johnson pay the money back and Barry Sanders pay the money back. It is a curse, okay, that is a lot deeper than anybody could fathom. So whenever we see you get traded for, you know, for a bag of balls, basically, Philadelphia, and then the the ratings come out, you know, he's like, oh, this is like best corner in the league. And then con track comes. It's like it was awesome for us just to bury the Lions fan that we have in here. That that was happening. But when you go to Philadelphia, uh, was there any big environment change? Were you asked to become a leader in there? Meet like what was the transition into the Philadelphia Eagles organization like?
6: I went, it wasn't much. much like a difference. You know, um, you know, I just came in and played my role as a person. You know, um, I was new there, so I was trying to fill everybody out. You know, and um, I was the leader. Well, I was one of the leader in my DB room. So uh, that's my thing about me is um, I try to lead the DBs in the right direction, Uh, but as a team leader, you know, I was working to that, um, just trying to figure everybody out. Uh, Carson, Fletcher, uh, Kels, you know, all them guys, Ertz, them guys are doing a great job at what they was already doing, you know, so I just try to fill in and try to help out.
0: Darius, whenever you you know, see what's happening to a team that you're on. I was on a team that went 2-14, and and we went 0-13. We won two out of the last three. We kind of almost lost Andrew Luck while winning those games. But it was just – it was a very – it was an interesting time because you you start hearing people, like, talk – Off in the locker room about what's going on Coaches start thinking they're going to get fired So they start turning whenever things start going bad Whenever the world Seemed to think that the Eagles organization Was burning from within this year What was it like in there Were you guys trying to keep the noise out Because the amount of noise about the team That you were a part of was deafening Outside of it I mean it was very very loud What was it like in there Did you guys try to avoid the noise Or did it creep in you guys had to address the whole thing
6: um, I mean, we try to avoid it. You know, like I said, we had great guys on the team that were great leaders that's, uh, you know, just kept focused on football. We was all uh, worried about the week. So, uh, we had little thing that just, when we got a time and, t- uh, focus on the game, you know, uh, we know this is a business, you know, it can happen in this business. Anything can possibly happen. So, uh, we're just trying to look, look forward and win games. You know, that's the most important thing is about winning games. So we felt as if we, if we win games, the noise would stop. So, uh, that was, that was our goal.
4: Darius, what's your what was your your coordinator Jim Schwartz there in Philly, and I assume you were there in, in Detroit with him as well. Uh, your previous relationship yeah, yeah. with him. What's, he seems like one of those like genius maniacs <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball. Is that like what's he like?
6: Oh man, he's awesome, man. He's a he's a great guy, man. He's great energy, and he hold you to the high standards, man. That's what I love about him. Um, and he go keep you there. You know, no matter what type of player you is, how many Pro Bowls you got. Where you been, where you come from, how much money you got. Uh, he holds you to a high standard, and um, he expects you to do your job at a high level. And um, I appreciate him the most, you know, because he drafted me and um, and showed me the game and taught me to be a pro early. Were you
0: there when he almost fought? Who did he almost fight? Harbaugh.
6: Were you there when he almost fought? Harbaugh. F- <laughs> Were you there for that? Uh, no, no, that was the year right before me. Oh, man, that
0: was electric. Yeah, I could not see
6: it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that was awesome. Anytime you have a little coach's beef, it always uh, – the boys buzz in the locker room. I was like, hey, our guy's about to fucking – about to go for this thing. Um, I hear a dog. What type of dog do you have?
6: Uh, I got King Corsos and, uh, and uh, Blue Pit. Those are – the, the, Cor- the King – those are massive dogs, right? Oh, yeah, they big. But mine's still a pup right now, so uh... – I'm waiting to see how big he get.
0: What are the names? We got any cool names over there?
6: Yeah, I got a uh, Deuce and Kobe. Oh
0: pretty
6: Ooh. So right hey, good dog
0: up. names there. What do you got,
1: there Darius, how much did it help you early in your career that you come in and you immediately are going up against Calvin Johnson every day in practice?
6: Oh, uh, it was good, man. Um shoot, my rookie year, um I ain't knock a ball down from him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was destroying me every day, like uh so he made my confidence more high than what it was already. So uh just because of the fact that uh, it was hard to already stop him, but getting caught on every day in practice was uh, pretty bad. <laughs>
0: he just bombed on you. At least you every single day you lined up against him, though. That, that's something. That's a big deal because not everybody does that. I would assume that right. that only made you better through the whole process. And also, corners, how do you – okay, yeah. So when you do get bombed on, Everybody talks about you got to have short memory, short memory. How? How do you guys just forget about that and just go back out there? You have to have that confidence. The confidence is the way you carry through the whole thing.
6: You got to have the confidence, man. Um, you know, some people built in it, uh, but uh, like I was built for, you know. So, uh, but it just, it's just rough out there. You know, you're going to have one of them days, man, trying to figure out somebody, where they're trying to go at and trying to stop them. And you got to guess for most of the part of the time. You know, plays like that are going to happen. But, uh, you know, you, uh, you got to keep fighting and keep playing.
0: Sorry about the nameless gray face that's Jeez. blurry face that is on the side of the screen Ghost. over there. His internet is absolutely despicable. <laughs> it is maybe the most disgusting internet of all time. What that's a joke. That guy over there, that's A.J. Hawk, by the way. The, um, I mean, if Darius, if a guy like me or A.J. gets a catch on you, is that when you retire? You think is that retirement time?
6: Oh, no, I ain't going to get no (laughs) catch (laughs) on music.
0: Coach Doug Peterson was fired. All right. Uh, The whole world knew that. Were you guys sent an email? Were you guys – did anybody – like, how did you find out about it? Was it just through social like everything else basically is? And has there been any further conversation? Because you're one of their staples. Have you heard anything from the organization since the firing?
6: Uh, I mean, Not firing, I, I, I,
0: sorry. I always, Separation, the se- <laughs> yeah, mutual, the, parting, worries, of the parting of ways. I'm so sorry, the parting <laughs> of ways. So sorry
6: about that. Yeah, uh, you know they sent out a letter. You know I was surprised. You know, but uh, shoot, um, definitely got the guy I had out um, You know, one of my first Super Bowl. So a lot of guys were surprised, but uh, you know I thought at least had a year left. But uh, you know how the business is. I don't know how it happened or what happened. Maybe some type of you no know, agreements or something they wanted to do different. I don't know. But um, you know, right. best of luck to him wherever he end up at. I know he'll be a good coach wherever he goes at. And um I'm looking forward to see where he become.
0: I think that's such an interesting thing because a lot of people think if you're on the team, you know a lot more. And then
6: Yeah, you don't know nothing. Nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was my I think it was my rookie year where I was at practice and then I came home. And then I opened Twitter, and I learned something about my teammate that happened at the same practice that I was at from Adam Schefter. I'm like, how, how did I not know that? I was literally standing there, and this some bitch does. And it's like, I think you were talking about the Troy Aikman conversation this morning about uh, Troy Aikman said on Michael Irving's podcast that he talked to Doug Peterson because they're friends and everything like that. And he said there was a difference of an idea between Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz on who should be the franchise's quarterback. And I am not ever going to put a player in a position to have to answer a question that will potentially jeopardize any conversation you could have in the locker room going forward. So I would not do that to you. But the question I do have is, did you guys realize what was going on in the locker room while it was happening. You know, like, when Jalen gets put in for the first time as a starter, Carson gets down. And how did you guys keep that not awkward? Like, Or like, or did the defense just say, like, hey, we got to take – because defense, offense, two different teams within an organization. Right. Did you guys just kind of – were you guys on your own side or did you guys get involved? Like, how did that whole thing unfold behind closed doors?
6: Um, really, man, we just don't – we focus on the defensive part because, uh, you know, we just try to get the ball back for the offense so the offense can put up more points. And, um, you know, we, as a defense, I don't think we knew that even Jalen was going to start until he brought it out into the media. So uh, we were just like, hey, whoever ups, we up. And we just trying to do our best to help the team win. So um, it wasn't like like a whole team meeting of who going to be starting or not. So it was just more like, hey, whoever's out there, you go going to try to get in the best foot for and um, try to get on the ball most we can.
0: I guess. Yeah, go ahead, AJ. I'm
4: just wondering about this—the current playoff picture and what's going on. Are you going to be watching? And like, do you think there's going to be any upsets? Like, how do you think a team like the Browns is going to do?
6: I, I think they're going to do good, man. You know, guys like them guys them two running backs they got, man. They running the ball, and uh, and when you can run the ball and control the clock, it's tough. But uh, a team like Kansas City, though, that could put up 30 points in like 10 minutes, and um, so <laughs> you ain't gonna have too much time to run the ball. So I, I feel like if uh, Cleveland defense do slow uh, slow that guy down a little bit. Um, They'll be
0: good. Being in the NFC, there's a lot of great wide receivers, right? And Devontae's name just kind of got brought into the conversation this year for whatever reason as being one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. What makes one of those elite guys those elite guys? Is it just ball skill? What makes it whenever you're going against a guy like that? Do you know, like, okay, this is potentially going to be a long fucking day here?
6: Oh, yeah, man. Anything with – like me going, I've been playing this Devontae for a long time, seven years. So um like I said, right now he for sure is the best receiver in the league. And um, you know, with, with Aaron throwing him the ball, you know, is making it even tougher. So uh What you know, is it though? What does he
0: do? What does he do
6: that's different oh, than I mean, he 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 could just do it all, man. He could do it all. He could really you know, he's not the one of the fastest guys, you know, but as on film, he looked fast, you know. So uh Good release guy, man. Like I said, he's one of the best releasers in the league. So we got him and him, Kenan Allen, Amari Cooper like the best three I I've seen release off the ball. But nobody does it better than uh Devontae and um Devontae a dog, man. He got a he got a dog mentality. Um, big boy, you know, taking contact, like like contact. So man, I'm I'm dang sure looking forward to him and Jalen Ramsey going against each other this week. You talk shit? I uh, know, man. I'm a, I'm a humble guy, man. You know, I I appreciate everybody work, you know. So but uh don't
0: talk to me, and I won't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a killer, but do don't not push me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you got something to do? No, I was going to ask about Jalen and Devontae.
0: Yeah, it's just a very interesting – It's a Jalen and Devontae. Oh, Rams- mm-hmm. oh Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, got it. Okay, I thought you were talking Hurts. I'm like, oh, no, whoa. No. a lot of Jalen's. Right. So, so
4: right? uh, Darius, who's a, who's a QB that you just don't like going against? Who, who gives you a trouble?
6: I mean, Aaron. That's one gives me a lot of trouble, man. Like I said, I've been seeing him for since I've been in the league. And man, he's just a smart dude, man. I, like I said, he's the MVP of the league this year for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, yep. Uh and man, like I said, man, he made throws that's that that I don't know. It's, it's hard to even explain. So, but like I said, um, he's one of the toughest guys I went against. And he go be and he's steady consistent and um smart, read coverage as well, and, and very cocky.
0: is there a confident he'll say the um and we'll say i think very confident man but i mean he is so calm out there isn't Mm -hmm. Uh they zoom in on he un he undoes that fucking thing straps it up there has a quick little conversation a smile and he walks back into the hut i mean it is he's just on a different planet out there
6: yeah man one time we was playing him this year man he just walked up to us casually and just picked up a piece of grass and just like through it, like through it in, the, um, through in the wind. Like, what is he doing? You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> just, you know, <laughs> it's just that he does stuff like that. You' be like, man, the dude's so good, man. It's crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: hey, uh, we appreciate you so much for joining us, man. Have an incredible off season. Hope you enjoy Deuce and Kobe a little bit. Hope that puppy grows up to be, you know, ten foot dog. You know, <laughs>
6: that'll be, good. That'll be good. news for you. Where do you spend the off season? Uh man, I'm right now. I'm in New Jersey right now, I'm waiting on my house to be finished. So. Uh, until that's done, uh, I'm gonna be right here in Jersey. Oh, wait, you're building a house? Let's go! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Congratulations! Yeah, right.
6: Appreciate it. Are you an architect? Did you design that thing? Oh uh, no, nah, I ain't doing all that now. I <laughs> <get> the job. <laughs> Florida? Where at? Uh, not in Houston, Texas. Oh, hey,
0: there's a lot going
6: on. Are you a Rockets fan? Um, not now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> going to the Nets? Are you going to? The- I'm going to the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Darius. Slade. He was awesome. He was really awesome. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to the accountant question. Oh, no, shit. No. Which will be disappointing for some people, mm-hmm. but yeah. I enjoyed that combo. AJ, did you know anything about him? I didn't know much about him before the trade happened, and then you kind of learned thus, be just strictly because we make fun of Foxy for the trade happening. Mm-hmm. He's a ball He's a player, huh?
4: Oh, yeah, he can play. And yeah, he didn't really get the recognition he deserved until he got traded, I feel like. And people are like, wait, in it? it People recognize it strictly so they could kill the Lions. Like, what are you
0: Dang. doing? Why would you get rid of this guy? Yeah, it's about to happen to Stafford, too. The exact same oh, situation. You think Stafford's out of town? They just hired a GM? I yeah. don't think he's out of town, but if he does go out of town, everyone's be like, and sees him in a new uniform and he's good, they're going to be like, wow, this guy's awesome. Hey, let's do some assuming real quick. Let's do some assuming. Uh, Lions just hired a director of college scouting from the Rams To their general manager position. Do I know the guy's name? Absolutely not. Neither do you. Doesn't matter until we see how his team does. But when you think about the Rams, you don't think like, oh, uh, uh, college scouting is their thing. Because I guess they drafted Aaron Donald and got the boys in there. I guess it could get going there. But if you're a director of college scouting, you would think they potentially... Want to maybe a younger squad, maybe build through the draft. Right. And are you going to sh- are you going to ship Stafford out of town? You think they ship Stafford out of town? I hope they do. Bring him to Indy. Somebody Ooh. somebody did some edits of him in a Colts uniform. He looks good oh. in a Colts uniform. I hope that was Would you if you were up there? Absolutely. If I was any
4: team that is. You know, fighting to get into the playoffs every year or like can you imagine
0: Stafford on a good team? Oh, like with a I have. defense and, and weapons around him? The Colts, dude. If he comes to the Colts, Ooh. it would be awesome. Gotta get him some weapons, I guess. But if you get Matt Stafford, I assume he could sign weapons easier as well. Phil Rivers, Chris Ballard, the general manager for the Colts, had his press conference today. He went for a while. And Chris Ballard, by the way, he is one of the most transparent GMs, I think that we've ever seen maybe in the league. He yeah. is—he—he he will talk. Like He'll sit up there. He's not scared of any question. He's very confident in all the decisions he made and will make in the future. I don't think he lies much. He talked about Phil Rivers. He was asked about Phil Rivers, and he said, you know, Phil will go back and think about it for some time. We'll think about it for some time. Kind of gave himself a little both an out if he needed it in the future without like hammering home, like, oh, I love Phil. He's coming back or whatever. It just seems like there's a chance there's a new quarterback coming in. Then he was asked if he'll draft a quarterback, and his actual answer was, was if I draft one it'll get you guys off of my ass okay (laughs) but if it doesn't work out I'll be the first one out the door (laughs) like it was like it was a very so I think the Colts quarterback position is one that will be a storyline this offseason and if they do get Matty Stafford I will be fired up about it I don't think Carson Wentz is on the trading block anymore if what Troy Aikman said on the Michael Irving podcast is accurate and that Jeff Lurie wanted Carson Wentz to be the guy Doug Peterson wanted to go to Jalen strictly because of the contract so think Jesus, there's a lot of shit going on. I had just tough pill to swallow on, yeah. All that stuff. Well, so if that – okay, let's say
4: that Carson is the guy. Whoever they bring in to be the next head coach has to be on board with Carson being the guy. And whoever you bring in to interview, that's going to be one of your first questions. Like, how are you – Hey, like Carson, you would imagine, you would think the owner is in there saying, Hey, Carson's our guy. Are you going to be able to win with him?
0: Yeah, and a lot of people have told us that they would go in there with two ideas basically. If you're do you want to keep Carson, here's how I would do it. If you don't, this is how I would do it. I guess that's kind of how it goes. But it's very interesting because now that Jalen Hurts is here, what do you gotta do? You gotta trade Jalen then? because Jalen probably is worth something yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, and if you trade him, that gets rid of the Carson Wentz mental potential hurdle that he couldn't get over this year. It's very interesting watching all this shit play out. What's up, Diggs?
1: Doesn't it, does that make that job unattractive because you're already coming in and already be told, being told which quarterback you have to start?
0: Interesting you say that because I think the narrative around Doug Peterson's hiring with the Eagles was when he was hired, he was young, and they could tell him what to do. And then it got to the point now where he's like, kind of not bad about it so it's like do you want a head coaching job to have a head coaching job and lead your group but you're not going to be able to make every decision that other head coaches can make just because you're young maybe this is a first opportunity to get a head coaching gig that's kind of i would assume who you look like they interviewed joe brady didn't they i think they interviewed joe brady They've entered. Mm. I don't know. I think they did. Kellen they, Moore. I think no. I think <laughs> they, they did request. They Moore did Moore. request Kellen Moore, but they also. I think Joe Brady has interviewed with everybody at this okay. point. Mm-hmm. I believe was the tweet that I read. The young offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. I'll be intrigued. Uh, uh, Eric Bieniemy. He's potentially not going to get hired in a lot of offensive. Uh, minded owners, I would assume he's going to. Who's the uh, uh, Kafka? Yeah, Mike Kafka. Hold on, we have the graphic. Don't we have mm-hmm. the graphic for who's mm-hmm. potentially going to be the Philadelphia Eagles head coach? Because that is a situation you're walking into where holy shit, we got to settle a lot of problems here. Okay, there's there's deep issues, just like the Houston Texans. We don't have the the Fanduel graphic. I thought we had it. Gumpy will get it. The odds are on. Um, the odds on favorite is Bob Salah. Mm -hmm. He's at like plus 300, plus 240 or something like that. Kafka, who's the director of passing offense or something like that, or coordinator of passing offense for the Chiefs, he's on there at pretty good odds. If he gets hired over Bienemy, that'll be interesting to see how that whole thing plays out. There's some other, Byron Leftwich is on the list. There's a couple other. They, They allegedly want to make a splash higher. Who knows how that goes. Would you want that gig over Houston's?
4: Man, either one is tough when you think about it. Yeah. I guess you'd have to interview both and see like what their plan is. Like, are they are they going to jam Carson in and say, "Hey, Carson's our guy, no matter what." You got to make it work. And same thing. And if I'm in Houston, I'm like, "Well, what's the roster look like next year? Who's my quarterback when you're when you're interviewing for that gig?"
0: Well, and also, Deshaun was at a Rockets game, James Harden's last Rocket Rockets game against the LA Lakers sitting courtside alongside a man that I didn't know who was, but then we saw pictures in suites or something like that. He was with Andre Johnson, Mm -hmm. and that was after Andre Johnson put out the tweet or before? After. After? That was after he put out the tweet? Yeah. So I wonder if Andre Johnson... Um, I wonder how that whole thing works out, but that's only a situation that's only getting uglier. And if you're the coach, you have to deal with that. By the way, like that is the coach directly has to deal with that. Okay, if the player hates the GM, now granted, or not GM, the owner, the GM has to deal with that. Obviously, whatever. But the coach has to deal with that on a day-to-day basis with players that are getting brought in and cut and everything like that. You have to deal with that, especially if it's a quarterback. It's hard to mend fractured relationships like that, especially if it's gotten that deep with that much support and that loud. But uh, either job is going to be very difficult. Do we have the graphic? Here's the graphic here for the Eagles' next head coach. Bob Salaz at plus two Way to go, Bob. On, Bob, He went to the Jets a couple times as well. The Lions, no way they land him, even <laughs> though he grew up in uh, Detroit. Will he be a good head coach? Everybody says yes. Calm, cool during the week. Game days, flips the switch. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and have a good time out here. Deuce Staley, running back coach, I do believe, for the Eagles currently, plus 700. Brandon Staley, don't know who that is. Jim Caldwell. Legend, he's in there. But Mike Kafka at plus 450, Ooh. the second favorite to win the Eagles or earn the Eagles head coaching gig, followed by Kellen Moore, Brian Dayball, Eric Bienemy. Very, very interesting there. Lincoln Riley's on the list. These are all odds, so they've done the research on who they think is potentially going to get hired. How about this one? Nick Sabin plus 5,000. <laughs> Anthony Lynn getting another head coaching gig. Hamilton, the D.C. Defenders head coach. Yep. He's potentially getting a gig. Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell, your guy, AJ. Which one, who, the, oh, this is a very interesting pool because who wants to take that job knowing that allegedly they're not going to have a lot of power and a lot of the decisions being made, but you are a head coach in the NFL. Who do you think here, AJ? Well, if you're not going to have the power
4: that you you would want, if you want to be a head coach, I would think like Mike Kafka or Kellen Moore, like a young guy that you can kind of craft him in and give him his role and he's going to go. But a guy like old
0: Bob Salah, do you think he's going to sit back and let somebody else make all the decisions for him? Well, and Bob has a lot of opportunities right now, right? Yeah. So yeah. him being the favorite, I guess that's just because he's the next coach up, everybody thinks. But if you're Bob, why are you picking that gig over? Joe Douglas is literally in New York telling you everything that's wrong with the Eagles organization, recruiting him to mm-hmm. go coach yeah. up there. And it's all kind of playing out publicly. I don't know if they'll be able to get old Bob. I don't know if they'll be able to get Bob. I'm
4: sure that's something they're worrying about, too. Like, they're, they're thinking, all right, hey, the top prospects that we want they may not
0: want to come here once if we extend an offer to this guy. That's exactly like um, that's like the recruiting stories, you know? Because Joe Douglas knows every single flaw of the Eagles organization. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He, he literally, like... The ins and outs. Let me tell you what I fucking left out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Howie Roseman's running GM. Do you want to go head coach, John? Listen, even if you don't pick us, I'm just telling you, that is not the place you not want to go. Not Philly. Okay, that's, that would be... That's a very tall task that the... Eagles organization is up against because every person that interviews with with the Jets if if Douglas wants that person I would assume if it's down to the Eagles or the Jets Douglas is going to have some things but now granted maybe the Eagles do too even though it seems like all of the stories coming out are the opposite direction that's going to be tough for them to get a hire Urban Myers down Jacksonville too you're not going to bring him out of there. Jim Caldwell deserves a gig. I hope he gets it.
3: Wouldn't uh, Dayball make sense with what he's done with Josh Allen? Like, if you, I mean, if there was a guy who could maybe fix Carson Wentz, he might be the guy who could do it.
0: But if you're Dayball, here's another thing. If you have another successful year at Buffalo, you're going to get more head coaching offers. Do you want to go to a place where you can't do it? I think that is something where, like Kellen Moore, for instance, like he might love that opportunity, right? Like, here we oh, go, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a head coach, nobody expected me to get this, here we, I've done good with the Dallas Cowboys, you know, Dak had his best year whenever I was calling plays or whatever, here we go, let me run this thing, and then I don't have to worry about all the other bullshit either yet, even if I don't want to, because you're kind of young and coaching and that whole thing, maybe that's the thought, you're 100% right, probably somebody young, I didn't even know Kafka existed nope. until today.
3: Northwestern, great. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: I remember when he was at Northwestern playing quarterback, yeah. Was that your age, my age? He,
4: I think he's a couple years younger than me. 2010 draft. Well, if
3: he is your yeah, he's around your he's age. Probably, he yeah. would have been at Northwestern while you were at West Virginia.
0: Northwestern sent me a a letter to recruitment. Oh yeah? Really? You yeah. had up there? Well they checked the grades. Oh. Uh, I didn't get a single letter. Oh shit. They lost. Me and Greenberg, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been repping for the Wildcats.
4: <laughs> Go Cats. I didn't know Greeny was a Northwestern guy. Oh, purple all day? What, dude. Dude? You didn't know that? No. Broke him out of the Makes huddle. sense that a lot of the big time broadcasters did go to Northwestern.
0: No, most Syracuse. But the, the thing about the thing about Greeny with Northwestern is he's been like an honorary captain for them. Oh yeah. I think he's taken him out of the tunnel. He's let him out of the tunnel. He ran, sprinted held out and held the, the thing while uh-huh. they were just Everyone's, beating the shit out of him. He almost them. broke his arm. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know that? You know that. I do now, yes. Thank you for enlightening me. How did you not know before that, though? That was yeah, pretty you big. Definitely I think
4: knew. Knew. you definitely knew. I usually don't I don't know, like, some of my favorite broadcasters. I don't know which college most of them went to, but I would always guess Syracuse or Northwestern.
0: Hmm. Safe cool. guess. Did you ever guess for Greeny? Nope. I'd
4: have no reason to ever guess a college of any broadcaster. <laughs>
0: well, you just said some you of just your favorite about? broadcasters.
4: I, unprompted. If I was unprompted, I would never just be
0: like, hey, man,
4: where did where in the world did uh, would Gary Danielson go to college?
0: Like that's never crossed my mind. You're putting Gary Danielson and Mike Greenberg in the same level. Whoa. What's your deal this week, dude? Mike Greenberg, <laughs> two Hall of Fames, <laughs> bro. This is two Jeez. Hall of Fames. Do you know who Gary Danielson is? Couldn't even guess. As nope. as said, I don't, on I don't CBS, even know if that's a person.
1: He's he's probably in a few Hall of Fames, dude.
0: Gary Danielson, mm-hmm. see the guy that did Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> At <That laughs> Vern Lundquist. That guy's a legend. Yeah,
1: yeah. that guy's <laughs> awesome.
0: I don't know Gary Danielson. Is he the color commentator? If you heard his voice, you would. Wait, we by no voice. clue. Yeah. Well, shout out to him. <laughs> Greeny in my eyes. I don't know. I did not know the guy existed.
1: Gary went to Purdue, by the way.
0: Okay. Good to know. <laughs> huh. So you would have been wrong with your assumptions. <laughs> You're right. I would have been wrong. Do you have any breaking news yet now that they were 33 minutes into this hour have you gotten any text messages is that why your internet crashes because you're getting so much information what do we have any breaking news
4: yeah that's that's what i like to do i like to really stay in the mix and i send out like 500 cold texts every day trying to get some info so i can nice come on here and tell you something
0: we never said that we just said in this particular situation maybe old breaking news came jogging down your incredibly long driveway yeah, over there yep. and just showed up in your lobby of your house, just showed up and it just came in. We're not saying that you reached out, we're saying people know you, they reached out to you. Do you have any breaking news that just showed up in your in your phone or your life? I did not, no.
4: Do you no. think that Urban Meyer started sprinting down the street and ran up to my front door and told me, hey? Good news! Just signed the deal. Oh, yeah. You guys a- are doing shows yeah, on Wednesdays dude. at his bar. Yeah. I, I just assumed that was Dude's potential. on the
0: ground, AJ. That's He's what we're timing. talking about. What is the purpose here? You were on his boat. You're on his boat. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I was. What kind
1: of plane was he on, AJ? It was a
0: citation. I thought it was a citation. Are they? Have they been tracking him? Have yeah. they been doing the whole plane thing oh, or whatever? Yeah, yeah he already landed. He's Some, landed. Somebody within the airport took a photo. Kind of creepy, but yeah. it is Got out him. there. Got him. It was not. They're calling a Lear jet. The Lear. Good, tell you what that is? That's a good one too. I it think. flies. Yeah. I would. Ursa would probably send a G uh, seven, uh-huh. five, G five. Yeah. I think it's nice. He has three of them. Oh yeah. So th- that's probably what you would got if you came to Indianapolis, urban. Uh, but Steak I mean, you're in still. within the divisions. So, All so right. That's <laughs> good. Sports show. Big sports show. Sports show. Mm-hmm. Sports sports sports. Sports. Big sports show. Sports, sports. sports show. Couple things sports. to cover very quickly. Uh... I've learned that Mitt has been getting bullied by our callers basically. <laughs> oh. What the hell? Yeah, Mitt said that he's been lied to a couple of times. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and I cuz I asked him out there around the uh the uh, the water pipe out there, yep. the CBD thing. I said, what, what the hell is going on back here, pal? How, how? Because the P is nowhere near the S on the keyboard. So I didn't sure. even know how we got spam out of Sam. And he said, that guy lied. And I said, you think people are just kind of bullying you right now? And he said, yeah. So I do have to take that into account that okay. maybe Mitt is getting outwitted and bullied by our callers. And I want to let you know, Mitt, I'm on your side, pal. Oh, I'm yeah. on your side, Mitt. Worry, good Mitt. luck, Mitt. He's saying something. Also, <laughs> AJ, uh, do you have any breaking news? I do not. Coach Hall. Damn you. No news about the Jacksonville Jaguars at all about anything going on down there. You and Urban Meyer do shows weekly. He just got hired. Is there any other hires that we should know about? Uh, No, I I do not do shows weekly with Urban Meyer, and I have no information. (laughs) Yeah, you do. You have done one in a week. Anyways, we have breaking news. Uh, So just the other day, like 10,000 pages were released of declassified alien information. And uh, I guess the fish that people were fishing for in these documents. And whenever you have a 10,000 page thing, you know, it's kind of hard to get through, I guess. And there's professional readers that, this is their job to go through this whole thing. Uh, There was allegedly something found in these documents that we should talk about. Go ahead and make that full screen there, Foxy. If you, no, just go ahead and take over the full screen with that photo there. Full screen. Go ahead and take over that thing. This is a reprint from the newspaper, Ternopil. Viccherny Cosmic Revenge. First paragraph published in bold face. Text in parentheses inside of other parentheses. Oh, yeah. The fuck is that? After Mikhail Gorbachev dissolved in 1991, the KGB top-secret intelligence administration. A lot of material from that department found their way abroad, in particular to the CIA. As reported by the authoritative magazine, Canadian Weekly World News, U.S. intelligence obtained a 250-page file on the attack by a UFO on a military unit in Siberia. The file contains not only many documentary photographs and drawings, but also testimonies by actual participants in the events. One of the CIA representatives referred to this case as a horrific picture of revenge on the part of extraterrestrial creatures. A picture that makes one's blood freeze. Oh, freeze. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was free. free. I thought it was yeah. really drawing blood. Help. Free. You got to know that it is very. Um, <laughs> exactly. This is not easy to read. I was like, according to the KGB materials, a quite low-flying spaceship in the shape of a saucer appeared above a military unit that was the shape of a saucer. So- nope. conducting routine training maneuvers. <laughs> For unknown re- it's blurry, dude. Yeah, For unknown reason, somebody unexpectedly launched a surface-to-air missile and hit the UFO. It fell to Earth not far away, and five short humanoids with large heads and large black eyes yes. emerged from it. Let's go. It is stated in the testimonies by the two soldiers who remained alive that after freeing themselves from the debris, the aliens came close together and then merged into a single object that acquired a spherical shape. That object began to buzz and hiss sharply and then became brilliant white. In a few seconds the spheres grew much bigger and exploded by flaring up with an extremely bright light at that very instant, 23 soldiers who had watched the phenomenon turn t- into stone poles. Oh, God. This is fake. No way, I don't know. How are we just now yeah. hearing about this? Motherfuckers yeah. are turning into stone yeah, poles? That's yeah, that's my question. Get me out. Get it out. But you the, should keep going.
4: It gets more absurd.
0: The it aliens gets, left survivors it gets to tell this. So you saw the stone poles, and you didn't become a stone pole, exactly. so they have a radius on them? What are they, like a regional show? They only have a certain bandwidth? Huh. There's people outside the bandwidth of three humans becoming one, shooting up, and only certain stone poles happen?
1: It's guys, 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 have we learned nothing? You're, you're, check sources. We learned nothing from Jerry Dulac. This is from Russian propaganda, filtered through the CIA, modeled through By Canadian way, KGB. news. KGB.
0: I did find it very interesting that we were able to shoot KGB. their shit down. You know what I mean? Like they have something that can shoot them Well, they back. might have had their uh, shields up on the UFO. Mm. Yeah, but I would just assume that they always have the if shields. You're, well, yeah, the if shields. you're
1: flying through Russian airspace, you're going to have your shields up. Bro, well, this just, is
0: the first they, time. They allegedly hopped. Three of them just went... Brr! just walked into each other, they have their shields up at all fucking times. True. Yeah. They have, we got dolphins swimming around ships out at sea to protect. You don't think that the aliens in their UFO always have just something around it?
4: Well, you when, when you're flying around Earth and you're never getting shot down
0: until now, yeah. what it seems like, you're it's probably not You can't trust the KGB. And they got turned to limestone. That's <laughs> like the worst stone. Limestone? Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Marble, though, is the one you'd oh, wish for, That's a better one,
4: yeah. Hey, isn't there a is there a follow-up to this, though? Like, I cannot imagine we shot down an, an alien spacecraft. There's five humanoids. Walk out. We take them to a <laughs> secret facility, and then that's it? They don't come back? Oh, the no, lion. they left. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they, they did not get they, taken. They, tra- <laughs>
1: they, oh, light. they
3: repaired the craft and got <laughs> out of there after you- they killed everyone. They it. hopped
0: into a, a three-person starship that yeah. they created themselves. Uh-huh. And just z- dipped out. Fixing jet. Let's get back to sports. It's bullshit. Those dudes, imagine them covering a kick, though. Bro. Oh, man. Three of them. Brr, brr, fucking shooting. See Everybody ya. turns to stone. <laughs> fucking dead. Everybody. Let's get them on a special teams. What's yep. up, Diggs?
1: If we are getting back to sports, breaking news. John Wolford is out for the Packers game.
0: Yeah. COVID?
1: No. I mean, oh,
0: because like the neck. The neck. Broke his neck. Okay, John Wolford, uh, T's and P's to your recovery for the shot that you took on your head, which led to what we think is a neck injury, which led to a photo of you getting into an ambulance <laughs> that was one of oh. these most scary things I saw on the internet over the weekend. Happy to hear he's okay. He's out. That means it's golf time. Now, you would think that it would be golf time because it's a divisional round playoff game, and he's your quarterback that you paid $100 million to, but instead that was still a question for a little bit, for whatever reason. Golf versus Rogers in Lambeau officially now that Wolford's been ruled out. Tease and peace to the neck, pal. We enjoyed watching you play the football.
1: Blake Bortles so, officially the backup for that game. Oh,
0: Blake man. Bortles, Aaron Rodgers might happen this weekend Uh-oh. in Lambeau. Let's oh. keep our eyes peeled. What were you gonna say, AJ? That's,
4: I was just gonna ask about Bortles. So yeah, now Bortles is in play. Like he easily could be in a duel with Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs.
0: What has Blake Bortles been up to? I I I <laughs> I suppose Hangin'. he's gonna get out there and ball out, by the way. Let's not forget Blake Bortles took that Jacksonville Jaguars team. Mm-hmm. Think about that. The fuck the same ones that just had to are hired Urban Meyer, have the number one overall pick, everything like that. Mm-hmm. He took that team just a few years ago. AFC championship game. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't take a damn knee before half and they let Blake cook. They'd probably win that AFC championship game, (laughs) represent in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Now, that has been some time. That has been some time, and those are very different teams all of a sudden. But Blake Bortles will go out there and cook some shit. Don't don't get it twisted about Blake Bortles. I watched him score a touchdown against us in London, then punt the ball into the stands. Very good punt. (laughs) Bomb that thing. No penalty. No penalty. No penalty at all. A lot of questions were asked to the ref. Called a fucking false start on me for a hard count on an extra point. Vinny had to kick a fucking damn near 40-yard extra point in London. Was not thrilled about that. But it was Walt Anderson bullshit call. Blake Bortles can ball, AJ. Can he? Yeah, Blake
4: can play. There's something about it. Like guys that get thrown in there with nothing to lose, I feel like.
0: Yeah, it could go the other way, too. Yeah. Hadn't played in a while. going to bet on that
3: one. He's yeah. also got acclimated to the cold weather being in Denver and the True. snow and whatnot. That does worry, worry me a little bit.
0: Oh, that Blake's been there, done that. Yeah. Mile yeah. high, actually. He's been fucking snowboarding while mm-hmm. playing football. Yeah. <laughs> Blake's awesome. Anytime Blake's in the NFL, it's good for mm. everybody. Boats don't <laughs> sail in Green Bay. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> All right. The, the thought of... Hey, they're gonna win by fifty. Huh? <laughs> yeah. like, I, I gotta stop saying it. I gotta you stop really saying do it because Ty that. is not happy about it. Oh, How no does curses. Green Bay not win this by a hundred? Oh no. What happened? The only way it- Foxy just hey, there's no such thing as curses, Foxy said. Well there isn't. It's all there joke. Yeah. I, I think the only thing that could
4: really Make Packer fans worry is if they fall behind early. Like we know, if the Packers jump out, let's say they look like they do a lot this year, and Aaron just systematically moves down the field, boom, seven nothing. Defense gets a stop, they go up ten or fourteen nothing, early in the maybe early in the second quarter. That's when you got to worry because I don't know if the Rams are built to come from behind like that. I agree.
0: We don't know what that Rams team looks like with Blake Bortles. That's true. Now, we might do be running not know option. What that looks like? Let's get to the phone, shall we? <laughs> hey, you're making all your picks tomorrow, right? All of them. Yeah sure let's go are you comfortable (laughs) and confident in the picture you're gonna make absolutely how do you feel about our guy lombo bombo this morning fucking lombardi breaking the news about urban meyer
4: yeah how did he become the guy to break it i I don't know he's got people he does he knows everybody you're right he does did uh i saw Schefter tweeted shortly afterwards and kind of had his version of this well,
0: it wasn't just – I mean, every insider had a quick follow-up about – because I would assume every insider knew that something was probably about to happen, but they were being told that it hasn't officially happened yet, so they're waiting on it, they're waiting on it. But they, I think they all – they probably didn't know that the rest of the world didn't know that that was definitely happening, you know? So I think Olombo got the bombo and said, hey, here we go. This is what I'm being told, if you guys want to know. Let he dipped, dipped his toes – into the breaking news pond this morning. Crushed it. And there's a couple places that have given him credit. There's some that have not. Huh. But it feels like every piece of information everybody has at some point.
4: Well, yeah, the fact that Lombardi said there's a press conference later today, have we seen anything? Have the Jacksonville said anything about scheduling any kind of media availability? It's a great question. Maybe Lombo did. did maybe this Jump is a digs-like country.
0: thing.
3: That uh, is they, what uh, Shafter later said, was that no press conference today as of yet. He got the most but important part. But
0: Urban Meyer part. did land in Jacksonville. Yeah, he did. Came off a Learjet, we learned, by the way. Mm-hmm.
1: You got the most important part correct. That's all that matters.
0: <laughs> Just like you, Tony. Just
4: like, like you. you.
1: Mm. Can't be caught up in all the minutiae of surrounding it. You got to let the sun shine through.
4: That's um,
0: right. Amen, COVID cowboy. Well said. New t-shirt. Hey, pink sky at night?
1: Sailor's delight. <laughs>
0: Pink sky in the morning.
1: That's the sailor's warning, Pat.
0: <laughs> Go to Heath in Iowa. Thank you, cowboy. How's it going? And I'd like to congratulate AJ on a potential new job in Jacksonville. Hey, AJ, uh, yeah. congrats! Any yeah. breaking news, dude. Thank
4: you. Thank if you. I get offered, I will accept. I'll let you know. I'll let you know right now.
0: Whoa. Breaking news. All right. Huge. But I'd like to know the potential landing spots for
4: JJ Watt. What do you think? Him going to the Packers and giving that hometown discount.
0: It would be interesting him going to the Packers. They love him up in Wisconsin. I would assume add him to the rotation there, uh, into the uh, you know the pressure room, defensive end, outside linebackers. Uh, Steelers, you know, why not the Steelers? They're losing Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree is going to go to the market. He's going to be elsewhere. Uh, a couple watts off the edge. Whoa. You know what I mean? Derek playing fullback special teams. I would assume uh, there's a couple different landing spots. How about, like, the Chargers? I mean, they, they, you look at teams that, like, care deeply about their defensive line. Look for them to bring him in to be like a, uh, okay, here we go.
1: I have a question because Bud just posted on his Instagram that he was in the Steelers facility rehabbing. He's a free agent. How long do you still rehab with the team that you're with before you become a free agent? Is like, is that the new is it year? March? Is that one March is?
0: one or something
4: like that? Is that what it is, AJ? Do you know? Yeah, probably. It's probably March first or March fifteenth, like whatever the first day of the league year is. Then I guess you're officially a free agent. He's officially still on the team until that day. Gotcha.
0: Hmm. Where do you think JJ's going, dude?
4: Steelers. Why? Don't you think that would be number one on his list if he if he enjoys being around his brothers? Yeah, go play for the Steelers, a team that can win and you get to play with both your brothers, like, how often does that happen?
0: Yeah, it would be pretty cool, I'd assume, for them. Better take a hell of a haircut. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: is <laughs> kind of a cowboy from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I mean, unbelievable. I would Maybe. assume he would, by the way.
4: Has Diggs got, has Diggs gotten to speak to whatever weed boy 420 or whatever that broke the news <laughs> boy.
0: that's a better name I like that name
1: a lot hey we had a zoom call last night to congratulate each other we were <laughs> sipping cognac
0: a sip of cognac let's go to Greg in Texas what's going on Greg
1: hey what's going on guys how y'all doing
0: cool hook'em bro hey that accent is awesome Greg hey
3: man it's natural just born with it baby
0: I, That's yep I agree right, right. can't wait what do you want to talk about
5: uh, man, I want to talk about. I was pissed off in the off season when the Cowboys didn't go ahead and give the nod to Kellen Moore to be the uh, head coach there, and instead we're stuck with this stooge, McCarthy. <laughs> and um, I don't know. It's very uncharacteristic of Jerry Jones. But how long until next season?
3: do you think before they fire him and go ahead and make help?
0: <laughs> Greg's got no fucking hope in that Cowboys team. <laughs> yeah. How long, how many losses we got to go through before they fire this guy? I wonder if that's how all of Dallas feels about your guy, AJ. I don't know. I mean, I guess they're going to, man, he better come out of the gates hot next, next year. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: sounds even like he's rolling. Like they need to come out and go six and zero to shut people up.
0: It sounds like that is the case. I mean, you got Dan Quinn over here calling that defense. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. You know what I mean. Bring him back. Mike McCarthy on the offensive side. Ooh. Dan Quinn on defense side. Let's go. Let's go win this thing in 2015. Bringing Freddie Kitchens <laughs> 2014. 14. Let's go get it, dude.
4: It's pretty amazing how quickly like you can come in. Oh, this is a great hire. You and Jerry get along. You're playing well. Oh, my starting quarterback goes out. Oh, I want. To, I should be fired after my first season here in the middle of what a five year deal.
0: <laughs> You're saying people are a little quick to judge what you're saying yeah
4: Yeah. and and who knows if it's going to work out or not none of us know but i'm like man if i'm going to hire head coach i guess you've got to give him at least two seasons right but if it if it is one thing though if an owner or gm decides to move on from a player or a coach early and they're like you know what hey my mistake i messed up this shouldn't happen this person shouldn't be here push them, let's let them go. Like, that's better than trying to hold on to somebody just because it's one of your
0: guys. And, by the way, I mean, you can even win a Super Bowl and be fired early. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Doug Peterson. Got a statue. Let's go to Craig in Alabama. And a statue. Yeah. Let's go to Craig in Alabama. What's going on, Craig?
6: What's up, guys? Huge fan of the show. My wife's actually making fun of me because I was excited for getting through. Huge fan. AJ, huge fan. Yeah. Uh, AJ, something to watch out for when they give you, when you send in your resume to Jacksonville. You could possibly be working for Luke Bickle as the defensive coordinator down there because I don't see why they wouldn't bring him in with the uh, pass he's got with Ohio State. And also, when are we going to start bringing context back into football conversations? I called Tua being a bus. If you look at the context, what was around him in Alabama, it was right there for eyes to see.
0: <laughs> right well, there for the eyes yeah. to see. The, I
6: love that guy. You
2: know?
0: <laughs> I fucking love that Just guy. make a statement and be like, What's your excuse? It's right there. I mean, shit, <laughs> we all you. fucking
3: saw it. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Craig, appreciate you, buddy. Um, it's to a bus. Wow. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you do is awesome, okay? Not every show is great. Not every show is the best, but we're going to keep plugging them out there, and we hope you continue to rock with us. And if you don't like us, go ahead. Go fuck yourself.
3: Yep, piss off.
0: We probably don't like you either, but don't tell anybody about it. You know, let's make it a little bit of an agreement here. We'll come together. We don't like each other. We'll go separate ways, but we won't tell anybody about it. We'll just keep it moving.
3: Yeah, Keep your mouth shut.
0: You don't, I mean, we will also do the same about you though.
3: Right. For sure.
0: This is a, this is a good deal. If you okay. like the show though, be a friend, tell a friend. Okay. Go ahead and get out there and tell a friend. Absolutely. All right. We'll be back manana with a feel good Friday. You're going to love it. Big show, big show. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a gorgeous Thursday night.